Sports Rewind Digital, your weekly sports news. BJ, Davo, and myself. Hello, fellas. Big weekend of sport for you, blokes. What's going on? Well, quiet weekend in a way for us. So the action's happening now for now. the daughter. So um, just getting her ready. She's 12 year old daughter. She's away of the under 15 reps up in Singleton for the week. So a week's worth of cricket for her. So I get to be bachelor at home for a few days. But I'll I'll head up there Thursday and get to watch watch some cricket on the Friday. Yeah. And then we're we're into it as a family next Saturday. Good Love times. it, mate. And um nice. scores from today, mate. Day one. How'd they go? Yeah, so day one, uh lost lost to Newcastle. Uh they put one forty on the board. Um, and then uh, they only lost the two wickets. They had a couple of good batters there. Um, bit of wayward bowling by the Coasties, but uh, we they fought hard. We bowled out for 126, um, so it's not a bad effort. And then played uh, Lake Macquarie in the afternoon, scored 127 as a team, and then bowled them out for, I think, um, 58. So nice. one, and, one and one for the day. So good, good competitive cricket. New coach this year. She's doing well. She's she, first two games. She's giving everyone a go. Um, yep. So that's that's what it's about, just to feel out sort of where the girls are at. Uh, but it's got the makings of being a good carnival. Love it, mate. And wasn't too hot up there today. You said apparently thirty-five, pretty... which okay. is not bad for Singleton, but yep. uh, that's what it was down here on the coast. So um, it's supposed to be. It was supposed to be thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So I think they're happy. It was, if you can call 35 a cooler day, yeah. Uh, but the motel pool got a workout uh, by a lot of the players uh, this afternoon. It's supposed to be 33 tomorrow, and then suddenly come through and mid mid 20s for the last couple of days. So that'll be oh, much better for them. Yeah, well, loving that. Wasn't too smoky, mate, in the air. I don't know. There was a a bit of a fire. Yeah, I heard those today. fires around Cessnock Way or out that way, but. Um, I didn't didn't hear anything as if it was was too bad. I got one video through from the missus, but it looked nice and clear. So um, oh, good. No, weren't affected too much. I don't think. Nice. Uh, that must be James, is it? Hello, mate. Congratulations on the big win. We'll talk about that a bit later on before you go to bed. I reckon. And uh, Who is it? He's at Nan and Pops, mate. So he's, oh, uh, probably, he? he's, prob- uh, he's probably let us. St- he's probably let us stay up as long as he wants. Oh. Stay up, mate. Don't worry about those curfews. Congratulations yeah. on the big win, and that, and no old man Randall. Parents, forty years. Yeah, bit of a celebration. Yeah, yeah mate. We um we were we we're away over the weekend at Coffs Harbour with the the kids playing um rep baseball for Newcastle, um and yeah. Also, the uh, the big four zero for me. What day was that? Can someone help me out? Maybe yesterday. Getting old timers already. But yeah, it was a uh, alcohol infused weekend, as you could imagine. So I'm it's a, a little to forty. I'm a little bit dusty today, but mate, look after the sponsors. Bit of CC will still be all right. I keep powering on. Yeah, beauty. Uh, big weekend, mate. I heard. Um... A lot of the Newcastle teams re- did really well up there, and um, there was even a far north coast team 
won one of the competition. Dillawarra, we won. Newcastle won the other. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, it was great. Great to see lots more uh, kids this year than last year. And it was only um, the Zuka age, so under tens, little league under twelves, and um, the senior league under fourteen. So the under sixteens played with the eighteens earlier in the year. Yeah, and yeah, I think every division had at least three teams this year. Tamworth made a big a, uh, a show this year. I think at the presentation they said it's been fifteen years. I, I think they said since they had a junior team in the comp or in the in the week on the carnival. So yep. it's pretty good for them, and that was a Zuka team. So yeah, it was awesome to see those Zuka kids running around having fun. They got a couple of wins under their belt too, which was pretty cool nice. for for them. Actually, Little seen league. a cool video from uh, New South Wales country. I think it must must have been on their Facebook, and it was when Tamworth played Newcastle, and there was a a bit of a dance off Macarena and <laughs> all the different things. So good to see yeah. lots of fun uh, being had for the the baseball. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I didn't get to see too much of it, mate. To be honest, I, um, obviously my youngest was playing. Noah was playing in the Zuka team. Um, yeah. I was an assistant coach for the under-12s, the Little League team. And then James, my eldest, was actually playing in the Junior League team. So pretty much every game stacked up against another game. So I pretty well didn't see any of them play, except yep. for the uh, the fun game we had between the Zuka and the Newcastle Zuka versus Newcastle Little League teams. And uh, there are a number of Junior League Newcastle kids that also – happened to get involved along with some parents and some coaches. So that was a great little afternoon on, I think it was Sunday afternoon. So Nice. It was great, so mate. Great weekend. You strike out against the Zuka machine, did you, mate? Uh, no, I, I did. I tried a running bunt left-handed and then remembered I had a busted ankle. And uh, after the second step, after the second step, I better just go back and uh, not try and kill any kids. And... Uh, and then remembered you couldn't bunt. And then remembered that all I can do is pop up on the infield, which I did. Terrible, Randall. Off the, off the Zuka machine, machine throwing 40 mile an hour. <laughs> got what about you, We've got nothing to say there. Nah, uh, mate, <laughs> I, um, my kids had sleepover at Nens and uh, I had work this weekend, so not much for me uh, for that. But young fellow... Uh, picked up his wiffle ball bat and we had a few swings last week with a blitz ball and yeah, he had a bit of fun with that. So it's been Sorry, too hot for him. yeah, he's a bit of a bit of an axe axe type swinger, that's for sure. He's a bit of an axeman, but yeah, Takes we'll up see. Dad. yeah, get Loves get those high, high hacks in. Yeah. <laughs> oh mate, once he gets his hand eye coordination, we'll we'll have a look at his swing if he's still interested in that. It's not a train, so um, it's usually only trains or buses or trucks that he's interested in at the moment, so that's uh, good. Right, a big weekend, uh, I guess, of sport. We had the NRL Grand Final. We'll touch on the MLB. We've got our stat leaders coming up. Uh, also talk about postseason baseball. Um, plenty on NFL. Had the Toy Story um, game, which will touch on briefly and give some NFL scores. A bit of cricket uh, coming up in the women's um, 2020. Um, also Bathurst, I believe that could be 
Is that next weekend or the weekend after? Yep. No, this weekend coming. Yeah, so massive weekend uh, gone and coming up a sport. So we'll flog into our tidbits now. I think, Dave, you're up first, mate. Yeah, so this was a funny one I come across the other day. So most strikeouts by a Major League father-son duo, 4,674 to the Clemens family. So when you think about it, dad, 4,672, the son, two. But they all count. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Lucky he's got his two. Well, one was showy, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't he get him to so, sign the uh, got him to sign the ball and all sorts? Uh, yeah. So when I saw that as a big Clemens fan, I thought, oh, I've got to use that. Yeah. Hey, did you see? Uh, I posted on. I think it might have been Sports Rewind Instagram on Clemens and um, Seabass. Uh, yeah. What was the movie? Oh, Dumb and Dumber. You were supposed Dumb to be Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Uh, classic. Classic. Yeah, because he I was didn't... in King Kingpin as well. Yeah, I didn't so, know he was supposed to be in Darwin Darwin. That was the first I heard, so it's pretty cool. And uh, with, yeah, with Miggy retiring, he now becomes one of three hitters to ever have a 300 batting life or lifetime batting average plus 500 home runs plus 3,000 hits. So he joins Hank Aaron and Willie Mays. So that's some rather elite company there um, yeah. to three three in the history of baseball to put up those numbers shows how Pretty good cool. he shows how good he is or was. So yeah. Yeah. It was, it was nice watching the final weekend for Miggy and everything uh, the Tigers did and even uh, celebrating Francona's final um, games as well. So yeah. Well deserved. Yeah, did you see uh, Miggy get the send off and how that sort of game played out? Was his old boy through the opening pitch? Both both parents threw opening pitch. Yeah, uh, he went out and fielded, and first hitter, of course, hits a screaming line drive at him. He plays, took it at first, uh, and then his kids um, were on the uh, PA system and announced him for his final at bat. Yeah, pretty cool. But uh, what was cool. cool was what how he signed because uh, he didn't have a first base mitt. So yep. he used Torkelson's uh, mitt, and after it, he signed it for him, wrote 2012 Triple Crown, 3,000 hits and all that. So nice 12 souvenir. 12-time All-Star. All-Star, yeah. Three-time batting champ. Yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? So yep. that's that's a great souvenir for talk to keep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who's this in the comments? Avocado oh, three. Go the Mighty Orioles. Dudley Rushman killing it at baseball, unlike Randall. Never heard of her. Neither have I. Yeah. Anyway. Still don't know who the uh, infamous Avocado 3 is, but... I've got a little anyway. hunch. I've got a little yeah. hunch. Yeah, right, eh? Anyway. All right, we'll move on with the tidbits. Number three, uh, Tiger Woods was on the bag for his son, Charlie, and he shot 66 to win again. Unbelievable. Randall, you'd have 66 on the front nine at Toronto. Front nine? I reckon after the first three. (laughs) Pretty impressive. I don't know what the tournament was that he won, but uh, he's going to be a bit of a machine, isn't he? 
shooting yeah. 66 doesn't matter about the tournament. Like, imagine being his age and the markers, be fair, markers, fair course, shooting 66. Yeah, thank you. Pretty, yeah. pretty handy. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive indeed. Uh, next one for those Oriole fans, um, passing of Brooks Robinson during the week. Um, Brooks Robinson holds a record for most games uh, in which he drove in the only run in a 1-0 victory, so he had 10 of those. Uh, on the day of his passing, the Orioles beat the Nationals 1-0. That was for number five. Obviously, uh, we'll talk about uh, Brooks Robinson a little bit later on, but uh, that was a pretty cool one for the Orioles fans. Uh, send him off on that 1-0 victory. I see Ninja's still awake. I thought he might be asleep. Too many scotches last night. Too many scotches. You mm. also reckoned you'd have 66 on the front night at Old Sugar Valley. Yeah, easily. Actually, do you want probably, probably shoot 66 on the front six at Sugar Valley and all six mm. of them are par, are par three. There you go. Uh, Ninja, Randall reckons you had 66 uh, scotches last night. No. Anyway, we, we couldn't, mate. Not the way Heidi was pouring them. Oh, yeah, yeah, a bit heavy. Oh, just fill it to the brim. Neat, thanks for coming. Oh, <laughs> the icing layer. <laughs> no, no ice. <laughs> uh, the Dodgers are the first team in MLB history with four consecutive non shortened seasons with a hundred plus wins. Pretty bloody good, as much as I hate the Dodgers. That's um, that's pretty good. Hundred plus how wins, many, four four straight years. How many yeah. titles they got there? Yeah, well, that's it. That comes down to that, but they're, yeah, they're the '90s Braves, really, aren't they? They are, mate. Yeah, they are. They are they're super consistent all through the throughout the year, and then they shit the bed come come finals. We'll come to yeah. playoffs. Yeah, let's see if they get there this year. Obviously, a pretty hard bracket for him to get there. Uh, but, yeah, postseason baseball, anyone can win from that's here right. once you're in there. That's exactly right. Look at the Phillies last year. You know, they they come in and, you know, caught fire, didn't they? Went, yep. went all the way to the big dance. So, you never know what could happen. Yeah, this one. This one caught my eye. Probably you guys too. Um, uh, Louisa Rise, first player to win consecutive batting titles in both leagues. So last year um, in the AL, 316 batting award, and then 2023 in the National League, he hit 354. Pretty bloody handy, isn't it? Pretty impressive. Yeah. It's You know, it's not even like he's played in that same divi- same league or same division. So you, you've seen a lot of pitches over and over and over. It's... Yeah, I think that's pretty bloody good. Just sees that ball so well. Oh, it says a not... lot about the hitting, though, doesn't it? Like you look, twenty twenty two, he won, he won the batting title with three sixteen. Yeah, like, yeah, pretty low, isn't that's, it? That's low. Like you think three fifty four? Yep, can live with that. You think, well, that's that's where batting title should be, but yeah. three sixteen? That's it's, what especially people should be stri- especially in the for. American League. In the AL, where you had like Judge, what did he hit sixty fucking sixty two home runs or whatever? Mm. Like, you know, there were blokes who were, were hitting the ball pretty well, and 
Yeah, 314 wins the batting average. Like, that's pretty disappointing, I think. Yeah. yeah. But this year, obviously, that's turned around. I'm not sure. We'll have a look at it later, I guess, um, what the batting average award was in the American League but um, for this year. But I'm sure it's much higher than that. So I don't know if it's to do with the shift or whatever. No, I think it was 330 or 332 or something like okay. that. Um, Diaz, that I think. Uh, oh, Yandy Diaz or something. Uh, yeah, 330. 330, and then Corey Seager was 327. So there was a yeah, couple, true. couple close. Um, yeah. Still better All than right. 316. Yeah. 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 Well, that rounds out our tidbits uh, for this week, fellas. We're going to jump into the NRL while we're still fresh. Uh, I know Ninja will love the, listening to us talk about the NRL. Loves it. Uh, what a cracker of a game for grand final. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't watch a lot of football, but that was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, mate, uh, the NRL double was W was unreal. Yeah, never, never watched that, but you know, now I watched a little bit of it. Oh, it was a pretty good game, too. So, only yeah, you, you can one, give man. us a rundown of that, though, Randall. <laughs> The NRLWR, you know, I did watch that. That was that was a cracking game. Gold, the Titans were all over it. Like, yeah. As as a night supporter, I was sitting there on on the bed in the, in the motel, knocking back a couple of beers, pulling my hair out that I don't have, and it was um, it's pretty nerve wracking. Got down to that, that last ten minute stage, and then the player player of the year for the women's comp, Tamika Upton, Upton, scored a try, um, basically to level the game up. And, um, yeah, I think I jumped in the shower because I had to go out for dinner. And as soon as I stepped in the shower, she scored again to um, to put to put him in front. So I hope you stayed in the shower. Again, no, I didn't because there, there was only about – there was less – I think it was like a minute left or something in the game. So I, I quickly jumped out and, yeah, I was uh, yeah, disappointed because I didn't get to see it. But – yeah, it's good. Good for good for a night supporter. Good for the women. Yes. Back to back. No, it was good for the Knights, um, definitely. Uh, in the NRL grand final, 26-24. Uh, yes, Ninja, go to those Panthers. He's been supporting them all his life, mate. Yeah. Chocolate soldiers. There you go. Let's say we are. would have gone pretty close, like I know. I haven't looked back over last week's podcast yet, but I'm sure we're around that 24, 22, yeah. 26. I think we're pretty close to the score. So, um, yeah, I think I might. I think I said 18, 20 or 18, 22 or 16, yeah, 20. I think, David, like you were 24, 20 or something 20, like that. Yeah. So we all. But, I think we all we all agreed it was going to be close, and it would. Yeah, it'd be around this score. In it. Yeah. Not hey, bad for so a bunch of nufties. You can't write off the Panthers like oh. Brisbane should have gone on with it, and then Walsh Walsh went missing, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yep. yeah. In defence, he he sort of cost him, and Cleary and he exploited all of that. And what I loved was when Cleary made the break, he's passed inside. Who's who's offering support? The front rower. It was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, mate. That, but that's the sort of team they are, isn't it? Everyone's yeah. always there. You know, they never miss a beat, do they? They, they seem like they were off the off the boil. Yeah, and 
Yeah, like when they scored the first try, I sort of thought, oh, here we go, this could be anything. But yeah, Brisbane, bloody hell, they just they found a way and they looked really good. Yeah. So I know where where we were at for dinner, there were some Penrith supporters and there was one eight year old Penrith supporter. And when it was when they were really down, um, I know he was in absolute tears. He was Devo. And his dad said to him, mate, there's 25 minutes to go. They play 80 minutes for a reason. He was damn right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it wasn't much long later and he was. they were cheering. I was at work and uh, a fella that I was driving past asked what the score was and I let him know. You know, he's like, oh, game over. And from the moment he said that, it was just like, Flick of the switch, and they just come good. For me, one of the standout players was definitely um, Crichton. He just mm. turned it up next level. Cleary obviously um, led those guys along, but yeah, unreal to watch. And yeah. uh, for those uh, Panthers supporters out there, congratulations to three Pete um, on on NBN or nine or whatever it is. There was a, a three-peat champion there, Scotty Pippen, and uh, I don't know if you've seen his interview, but it was pretty good. He sort of had no idea what was going on, and uh, they talked about, you know, three-peats and stuff like that. He's obviously had two um, with, in the NBA with with Jordan and the rest of the team, so it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome, isn't it? I think it's, what's that, the first time in 40 years or something? Is that... Is that what it was? I'm not sure how long it's been, yeah, but there's only, you know, a few clubs that have done it, so. And Cleary reckons they're just getting started. Oh. Yeah. But let's let's see how they go next year without Crichton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I'm sure they'll they lose have someone to replace team? him. They lose Crichton. They'll lose Cogger. I know Cogger only come on to help out after um, uh, Luai was, was uh, out of the game, but, you know. To slide into the halves, you know, you've got to step up, don't you, in the grand final? Yeah. So. Hey, um, there's lots of talk about the um, halftime entertainment and pregame entertainment. Um, we had a Tina Turner impersonator. Uh, I thought she was pretty good, but there was lots of talk in there. You know, AFL had Kiss and, and all that. What's your thoughts, fellas? Hey, AFL also had Meatloaf, remember? How did that go for him? Yeah. I don't know, mate. It, it dropped at half time when they had Mark Seymour and um, Miller Miller Heinke or whatever her name is, and instead of being a pumped up, hyped up show, they went more acoustic, and apparently the crowd just went, Pfft. it just flopped. Like yeah. they they were pumped half time, thinking, "New beauty, let's keep the show going," and you have those two come out and sort of chill things out a bit. And crowd were just like, no thanks. Yeah. So it's going to be hard too. Like after that first half, like heart needed to be something big, didn't it? It needed to be a kiss or or someone like that. Yeah. Or else it's never going to keep that hype and keep those keep all the fans at that level, are they? No, that's right. Obviously, it didn't matter when the second half happened and you now the result of the game. Like that, yeah, it did. It did it for for itself. The 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 game maintained the hype. It wasn't about the 
halftime show and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, uh, it's a halftime show. Who cares? Most people are running to the pisser, aren't they, or running to the bar? Yeah, that's Shit. it. That, that's yeah. my opinion. I I used to enjoy the days when you know they'd have the under nineteens reserve grade, then the grand final. You know, you yep. watch three quality games of football. Um, you know the under nineteens or whatever that was, Jersey flag, wasn't it? Under twenty ones, yeah, under nineteens. But you had teams from all over. You had like Newtown Jets, and you had your Central Coast Bears, and and all. Or what are they? Northern Bears. What are, what were they? North Sydney. North, North Sydney, North Sydney Bears. Bears. Um, you know, you had all these teams, and it was always good. Always good to watch. You know the players that are coming through, and you see those players. You know, in two, three time, two, three years time, playing in the in the first grades and and things like that. So. Yeah, I think I don't know if they had any more than three games on this year. I know they had, they had the um, like the New South Wales Cup winner yep. versus the Queensland Cup winner, and then they had the women's grand final and then the main game. So I'm not sure if there was more before that or not. Um, no, yeah, I, 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 I quite game. enjoy I quite enjoy the women's NRL game. Yeah, and before the before the men's, I I think it's that's that's good. I like it. And it's a great atmosphere for the women playing too. It's like, yep. how often are they going to play in front of eighty thousand people? No, that's right. Yeah. But you yeah. used to love this the Sunday afternoon. It'd start around midday or midday. beforehand. And as you say, first grade to kick off at three o'clock, finished at around five. You're then out the front either playing footy or doing something, and that's when you love it. But TV yep. ratings are all that's what they're after, so that's why they've pushed for the. 730 yep. kickoff now. Uh, yeah. I used to love it as well. You'd watch the three games and first beer would be at 11 a.m. or something like that or, or whatever it used to be. It was like, this is great. The barbecue's already starting. Yep. All the, all the boys would be around to watch it for the day and, you know, especially with the weather we had on the weekend too. Like it was, it was perfect to just sit back, watch the footy, crush cans. Yeah. 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 Uh. I don't think it's going to change the old uh, TV ratings and, and things like that. That's what it's all about. But, yep. Uh, did you blokes catch any of the AFL? I watched the back – I think I watched the last quarter. Yep. Um, same again because we, we, we were at baseball at the carnival. We were there all day and, yeah, I got in late. Saw the last quarter. That was it. And, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was a good game. Like what, yeah. what I saw of it, that last quarter was, yeah, it was good. It was tight. Yeah, I was on a steam train, so yeah, unfortunately didn't catch any of it. And then Fair annoying enough. your annoying your son by sending through videos. <laughs> he loved <laughs> it. Trains. Still talking about it today. Still talking about it today. But um, yeah, I, th- I thought the AFL was a quality game too. Um, uh, I just think if there's any Brisbane supporters in the chat, uh, it's a bit of an unlucky sort of weekend, wasn't it? The, didn't really win anything, but um, ah, so what, what did they lose? They lost, you know, they lost the men's NRL, they lost the AFL, they lost the women's AFL, and then the Gold Coast Titans lost the women's NRL grand final. So and yeah. and yeah. the state cup and the uh, state. So, so Queensland teams shit. had three losses on the Sunday, and then yeah, that loss on the Saturday. Uh, tough, tough yeah, times to be a Queenslander. <laughs> I'll still carry on. They won't uh, 
state of origin though. Yeah, yeah, they won't let us uh, leave that one down. <laughs> that's for sure. That's right. We'll have it back next year, no fitler. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Hey, um, I've seen this one. I didn't know much about this. The Aussie squad selected today. Do you guys uh, get a catch of uh, catch any of this? Yeah, only I did. a little bit. How you leave the daily Player of the year out? Uh, yeah, ridiculous, isn't it? Is is beyond me. It's like, yeah, Tedesco's playing all right, but no, nah, he's past it now. It's time to like pass the baton on. It's Ponga's. He's there. He's your reigning daily M. He should be the. He should be one of the first chosen. How, how are you the player of the year and not get picked? Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, it just does my head in. And and for me, obviously, you know, I got one red eye, one blue eye, as a night supporter. But your team finishes fifth in the competition, and you don't get a single player picked in the Australian side or in the Australian squad. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, it's pretty average. And right. even at Carr, it's like he had a down season. Bulldogs came second last, and he's in there. He's involved yeah. in all-in brawls at the Curry Cup. Um, yeah. And here's your reward. It's an Australian jersey. Yep. Crazy, isn't it? Absolutely who, um, crazy. who won the Curry Cup? Do you know? Um, don't know. I, yeah. I did see a couple of games on, and... Tugra was absolute mayhem trying to get in and around it on the weekend. So, but um, yeah, didn't find out who 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 was the winner. Yeah, there you go. As Ninja just said, those those four grand finals we talked about, they had a total of seventeen points. Yeah, unlucky. That was their loss. Total of they lost by a total of seventeen points in four grand finals. That that is tough, isn't it? think that makes it worse doesn't it does yeah well you get that unlucky uh queenslanders but nrl obviously uh done for another year and we look forward to seeing plenty of stories in the media of uh people doing wrong things in bali and gold coast and and all that sort of thing over the next two or three months yep as as expected someone will end in jail probably probably Hey, speaking of uh, all the bad things and uh, Trevor Bauer, did you blokes catch any of his uh, story today or whatever it was? So yeah, he's reached reached settlement with the alleged victim, sort yep. of thing. So I think they've been paid off. So he's now allowed to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So I guess what he. He wasn't allowed to talk about it for the last two years because of court uh, proceedings and uh, he was cleared of any wrongdoings here and um, going forward. So obviously MLB career is way over and they won't go back there. Um, But it was pretty cool that he just sat down and gave out his side of the story and facts and I thought it was pretty pretty good to, uh, to see him. He's obviously been holding on to that for a few years. So, oh yeah, I I enjoy uh, his YouTube channel and been enjoying you know his trips around different um, ballparks in in Japan and things like that. So, um, hopefully, he gets plenty more seasons over there. Yeah, I said at least he's welcomed over there. And by rights, if he's been exonerated, 
and a clean record, no reason yeah. why MLB should not bring him back. Yep. 100%. Mate, I honestly don't think he would want to come back at the moment. I think he's happy what he's doing and, yeah, yeah he, he's been – anyway, see might what happens. F, might be a big F you to MLB. It's like – Might be. You didn't want to believe me. You didn't want to trust me. These guys did. They've given me a go. Yeah. I'm staying. Yeah. He's, uh, I guess his season's been pretty good. He was pretty rough early on adjusting mm. to the way they play, and he's been pretty red hot since about his fourth or fifth game, I think. So, yeah. Um, I don't follow their season as such. I've just sort of followed um, what he's done. So, I don't know if they're up to uh, postseason or, or what they're doing, but I'd say it'd be a line similar times, I would imagine. Anyway, let's keep the baseball talk going. And what about these junior league country champions? Yeah. Hey, How good are on, Are you still on, mate? Because I can see a picture there uh, in the picture holding that trophy. What a win. What, what was the final score there? Do you know? Uh, he'll have to correct me if he's still on, but I think it was 15-2. 15-2? Maybe it was maybe 13-2. Oh, yeah, what he's still on. He'll know what the well, score is. What was the score there, James? I didn't actually yeah. get to see – again, I didn't get to see the game. Unfortunately, I was I was still coaching the Little League kids. Um, they were all at the same time. But yeah, I I did get told he got one or two hits, I think, for the game in the final oh. and and stuff as well. So I oh. know uh, he he had a pretty good day. It, the weekend didn't start so well for him. Um, in the warm up for the first game, or thirteen two. Thanks, buddy. Good job. Well done. Uh, first game of the uh, weekend, warming up, just doing some fly balls from the coach, all the kids. Ticked one off his glove straight into the beak and ended up with a busted nose. Ooh. First warm-up of the weekend. Let's have a look at this photo. Is it? So, can we see it in the photo? No, uh, he's, he's doing all right. Yeah, can't really see there. He's can't a bit. Really he was see. a little bit. He's a little bit swollen across the bridge of the nose, but that was it. There was no. There was. There was no bruising really or anything. Luckily, um, and he was and he was good to go by the second game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. And, mate, and even better, he, he started the second game and um, first at bat, he got plugged. So New beauty. He's got <laughs> nice. a big target on his back. Yeah, mate. <laughs> the ball magnet was working well for him. But, um, yeah, Pez, he should, have been, he should have been wearing a helmet out there in the outfield. It was good to, good to see that you, drop it, drop, you dropped in, Pez, on the weekend on your way back from Queensland. Shame we didn't get to catch up with you, but, yeah. Heidi said she spoke to you, and that was it's good to see you there. She said so, awesome stuff, mate. Um, yeah, good weekend all around. He did get a fly ball later on in the weekend, and uh, the coach's report was he just he stood under it and took it like a champ, even if he may have had his eyes closed. Yep, uh, the only way to did, catch him. He did. He didn't jump out of the road, which I was dead sure he probably would have been bailing out after wearing one in the nose. So no, good on, good on you, James. Thank, for hanging in there. Well done, mate. Uh, good to mate. have you on too, Pez. Congratulations to, to your crew up there, mate, with the futsal as well. Yeah. The girls did well by the looks of it. Yeah. 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 
Um, yeah, it was a good weekend, though, mate. It was, again, last year we spoke about it. There was only two teams in Little League, and, you know, a lot of the a lot of them, um, yeah, just there was just no, no kids, really. It was disappointing. This year was so much better, I will yeah. say. Like, every division had at least three teams. Um, far North Coast, they weren't there the year before, you know, possibly to do with a bit of the flooding and stuff they'd had up around Lismore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was unreal to see far North coast there again. Um, Coffs Harbour, Tamworth, like I said, and then, yeah, Newcastle and uh, central coast as well had an under 14s, under 14 side. So it was really good to see heaps more kids. Also, um, mate, while you're talking about that, I really enjoyed country, New South Wales, um, baseball, how they, uh, presented the weekend. On their socials as well, they they did say that they weren't having live streams um, at any of the games, but they kept us all up to date with scores and tables okay. for the the weekend and and the days. So um, yep. it was really good. Yeah, James, he's still spooking there, mate. That he he's letting you know they went they did go six and zero for the weekend. Six and zero. Oh. Wow. Bloody hell! Unstoppable. Mm. Yes, he's going to oh, talk well. himself up for a while, I think. Yeah, why not? Why not? He's got one up on me, mate. I don't think I ever played in a junior junior Newcastle team that won the Country Cup. Yeah. Senior, yeah. Seniors, different, seniors, different story. Won, won a few of them, but in juniors, I don't think, don't think we ever, ever won one. Mate, I can still remember mine, 1989. At Bathurst, Bathurst, we, we stayed at the the old cattle drone, and uh, the the whole Newcastle teams, all the teams were there. It was about minus six or something. It was ridiculously uh, cold. You know how cold Bathurst is, but um, all the hot water. You had to get in first to get a share, otherwise you had no hot water. <laughs> Fantastic, but yep, you remember that one for the rest of your life, James. I did see. I was talking to the far north coast coach for the little league team, and he was saying all the kids were staying with the coaching staff in a bunkhouse. So they all came down. They all travelled together on a mini bus, all that sort of stuff. He said it was. It had been the funniest weekend he'd had away in a long time with these little league, all these little league kids. He said it was absolutely hilarious. So yeah, that pretty, that was pretty good. For, that was us for under 18s. It's like yeah. under 18s was my first taste of reps for like baseball I was always sort of cricket but um yeah we piled in a steve Kerry Stevenson's minivan and <laughs> put in a hostel and there was about 12 of us all in the one room and oh. it was mayhem I, I don't know how steve got out alive um <laughs> going out drinking most nights even though we're under 18 and yeah you can't beat it when yeah. you all stay in the one one big room yeah yep. classic yeah yes just yeah I wouldn't be able to handle it. Uh, I wouldn't be able to, to deal with all the kids, I don't think. I, I reckon I'd lose my mind. Um, but, yeah, yeah. plus wouldn't be able to drink. Like, that's yeah, that's, we, my, that's my we outlet. Him. We drove him to drink, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, mate, every afternoon, don't worry, even though there's myself, Ninja and Hawkeye, I tell you what, every afternoon we were on the – Ninja and I were on the drink pretty quick. I'll give you the hot tip. I bet you were. 
I bet you you probably had dirty waters during the day, Randall. No, no, mate, no, no, no. I did oh, have ice coffee on the Monday, the day that was my birthday. Um, I had a couple of iced coffees during the day. Yeah, beauty. So, yeah. Yep. Dougie Thanks, Smith dude. specials. No, actually, in the traveling cup. They were in a traveling cup, but they were actually coffee flavor. So, yeah. So, thank you to the EO for looking after me. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, baseball, fellas, we're uh, 40 minutes in and we still haven't covered MLB. We're screwed for that one hour. Um, we had a few uh, sad incidents in MLB during the during the week. Um, talked about Brooks Robinson before. Uh, but also this one, Tim Wakefield, um, brain cancer and... He, he left pretty quick, so yeah, um, it was pretty sad to see and watch a fair few uh, highlights reels of Tim Wakefield over the last couple of days, and there's been uh, some crackers floating floating around there. Um, I don't know. Thoughts on uh, Wakefield, fellas, as a, as a player, and, yeah, do you have any big memories of him? Just ultimate teammate, apparently. I love watching him like he yeah, was Boston for a lot of years. Unfortunately, like he bounced back well. He gave up that uh, series-winning home run to Aaron Boone that sent the Yankees through. But then part of the team the following year, or oh, that was 2003, I think 2004, came back and was part of the championship-winning team. So that was good. So to get 200 wins in a Red Sox uniform um, was only second, I think, uh, in wins. So, but from all accounts, just a top bloke and great teammate. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm with you, Davo. Just the hearing the stories about great teammate and you know always at his team first. I just love watching him just throw these knuckleballs, you know, out of the sky, just dropping here and dropping there, and I guess the way. He, he threw his knuckleball. A lot of people, you know, threw it a little bit different to what he did and how he released it and stuff like that. So, imagine if pretty... he was throwing it today with the technology and the cameras. Like you see oh. back to early two thousands, late nineties when he was throwing, and they try the slow mo, and it 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 was great. Imagine these days. Yeah. And um, the one thing I loved was uh, Kirby from the Mariners. Uh, we bagged him out about coming out of the game early, but um, apparently he's a New York fan. But Cal Raleigh, the catcher, is a big Boston fan growing up, and he called the knuckleball, and he'd never thrown one. And when they found out about Wakefield passing, uh, Raleigh's gone, no, we're throwing a knuckle. And he threw two of them, and perfect strikes for him. So it was a nice, nice little touch That's from awesome. modern-day players. That's awesome. No, yeah. hey, I don't, I, we don't really see anyone with a real good knuckleball at the moment, do we? Like, it's not, nah. you know, it's not like a Wakefield or a uh, or a Dickey or anyone like that at the moment that is a specialist knuckleball pitcher. Hey, Dickey Van Dyke still throwing them? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wrong Dickey, my bad. Ro my wrong, bad. wrong Dickey, but he's probably yeah. still throwing them too. He's not on obviously yeah. tonight, but Charlie Huff, he start, he was. One of them. Yeah. I had a ball here, fellas. I don't know how you ever threw your knuckleball if you threw one, but he had his in the horseshoe 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, fingers either side to release um, and his knuckles are last to release, which obviously most people would do that. Question, did you have two fingers as your knuckle? Did you have three? Did you have four? What? what how would you throw it? Two. I sucked at it, so never really tried. Stuck with splitty. But if I did try it, yeah. I think yeah, two or three, I think. And yeah. you often used to try with the seam. <laughs> yeah, I, I was the same. Two with a seam. Mm. Yeah, so I. it's funny because I went three in the like a four seam grip. Yep. So went three and, yeah, just interesting to see how different people throw. I know uh, Dickie Van Dyke goes like uh, two over the top of the, the seam like that, but. Just interesting to learn how different people throw the ball and um, it was cool to watch a video of him explaining his knuckleball. And, um, but, yeah, pretty sad day in the passing of uh, Tim Wakefield. Yeah. We also had um, Brooke Robinson um, go during the week as well. So another sad one. Obviously one of the, the greatest players to play the game and um, – yeah, for you, Randall, I know the Orioles would have been all over it with different things they did. Yeah, massive, mate. They were, they were playing at home as well. So there was, yeah, it was a lot of tributes flowing for for him. So, um, yeah, surely undisputedly greatest third baseman to ever play. I don't know what yep. you guys would say. but Yeah, yeah human human yeah. vacuum. What was it, 16 um, gold gloves? Yeah. And just listening to, you know, Jim Palmer, I think they had, I think it was like Jim Palmer Day might have oh, been a lot of alcohol, but I think I think it was Jim Palmer Day on the like the 60th anniversary since Jim Palmer was signed or something like signed with the Orioles or something like that was was that day or the day after or something like that. And so obviously Palms was all, was doing a lot of uh, commentary as he does throughout the year, and some such he flowed with some good stories. Yeah, some good stories from some of those World Series where. Where Brooks is still playing third base, so yeah, and just some of the highlight reels, they're just oh. so effortless. Um, yeah. and that's the thing about him, he just made it look so easy. You see some of these plays, that, and as a player, you know, they're, they're tough plays, and he's just made it look routine, yeah, yeah, very similar. Like, you know, you, you watch someone like Nolan Arenado, and some of the plays that he makes, even Manny Machado, I guess, to an extent, too. You know, some of the plays they make. They have no right to make that play, yeah. And they make it, and they they make it look regulation. You know, like Brook Brooks was exactly that times ten. You know, yeah. Mar- <laughs> Arenado's the bloke that could give him a run for his money if if Arenado stays healthy and stays consistent. But yep, you know, it, it's a big call. Yeah, no, Brooks Robinson. Yeah, I just do it. Doing some research, pulling up your stats here. Uh, 18-time All-Star, 16-goal glove, two World Series, World Series MVP. Um, what do you have? He's batting average 267 lifetime, 268 home runs, um, a war of 78.4. <laughs> Absolute freak. And, um, yeah, sad news of his passing. Let's get yeah. into some of the the good stuff of uh, the MLB fellas and um, let's 
talk a little bit about the upcoming um, post-series, uh, post-season. So here's a little bit of a snapshot of uh, what we've got coming up, I believe, tomorrow, isn't it, fellas? Yep. Tomorrow she should kick yeah. off, yeah. And so how's, the games. how's the Houston last game of the season? Houston overtaking Texas on the last game of yep. the season. Yeah. So it just shows you have a blowout match or a game you boot halfway through the season, you think, yeah, that's not going to hurt us. Well, Can. it does. When you see results like that, it shows you have to play all 162. Yeah. You know, it was the last day and Houston won and Texas lost and yep. gave him the week off, gave him gave him the division. Yeah. yeah. No, it's insane. And and now oh. Texas have to face Tampa Bay in a short yeah. series. Yes. Mm. I, I tell you what though, like <laughs> as an Orioles fan and you know, having the best record in the <laughs> in the American League, and you've got to face the winner of Texas and Tampa Bay. Yeah, in the, in the division series, Pretty like, rough. come on, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, hard for the twins too. Like twins won their division, but you're coming up against Blue Jays, who have been pretty hot lately as well. Yeah, uh, in a three-game series, so you might win your division, not not make it out of the first round. Yeah, not make it out of the wild card. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's. I guess that's the advantage of being the. The one-two seed, isn't it? You get that one week off, but bloody hell, it doesn't make it easy. That's for sure. That can hurt, though. Look, mm. look at the Braves last Braves. year. They had the week off, and Braves are now going to be running uh, interest squad games where they're uh, they're having the crowd there because yeah. they want some noise. Yeah, yeah. And the Braves are going to be in the same boat as last year. I would say they'll be facing the Phillies in that yep. in that first week. And is there is there any scars there still from last year? Mm. Possibly, possibly. Well, right. Let's let's break each each little bit down here. The Twins and the Blue Jays. Um, as you said it's pretty tough. The Blue Jays have been coming in uh, pretty hot, and um, the Twins have just sort of been, uh, you know, doing their thing the whole year. So uh, I'm 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 taking the Twins. Who you got? Um, I haven't actually had a bit had too much of a look. Um, so what do you got? Lopez versus um, Kevin Gosman tomorrow. Then what do they got? Berrios Charlie. versus Sunny Sunny Gray. Charlie Holstaff, three game series, yeah. and yeah. then and then to be determined, mate. Uh, oh, far out. That's going Blue be, Jays. I think I, I am too. Yeah. Uh, toss a coin, mate. Taking the twins on there. What about we we go down to Tampa Bay in Texas? This is going to be a cracker of a series. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm on Tampa, you know, I think. Yeah, right. Okay. Who you got, Dave? Uh, yeah, I, I backed Tampa about two months ago to win the lot. Yeah. So I think, as, and especially in a short series, um, like, yeah, they've lost some starters, but that's a team that knows how to win games by the bullpen. So um, they know what they're doing in these short series. So if you've got a starter that doesn't go very far, they still 
bring guys out of the pen and find a way to win. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, and I and I think that uh, I feel like the Texas starting rotation is suspect still. Yeah, I, I think they could struggle. Yeah. Well, you look at the Rays, Glasnow, is he is he starting tomorrow or is it Eflin? Uh, where are we? After both both are pretty good uh, options. Yeah. Okay. Glas, Glasnow tomorrow, Eflin, game two. Okay. Yeah, going to be a cracking game. I think there's going to be a bit of a pitcher's duel myself. I think it'll be, be red hot, but... Yeah, we'll see. Arizona and uh, the Brewers. This is actually going to be a pretty good matchup, also. Yeah. Um, well, Arizona, obviously coming in, um, not with the, the. I think they were ranked six, weren't they? Yeah, obviously yeah. not the um, the highest ranked out of the teams, but they're still in there with a with a fighting chance. So. Yeah, Diamondbacks are a team that you know they can they can hit the ball around and they can run. So yeah. they, yeah, I'm I'm on the Brewers. Brewers lost Woodruff today, which uh, is you know puts a a big hole there, but sure does. Um, Corbin Burns and they still got um, Peralta, haven't they as well? So yeah, um, yeah. I think that'll be a pretty good matchup, but I think the Brewers might get them. Yeah, I'm sticking with the Brewers. Yeah. Um, I don't know who will start for Arizona, Kelly or uh, who, who else is – who else have they got? Uh, Zach, Zach, Zach Gallen. 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 Yeah. Oh, no, he's not starting. It's never, – never, never even heard of this guy. Mer- Kelly. You couldn't, could you? Well, I know they had to play pretty hard at the end of the their um, series to to make it through. So, um, yeah, but they've got to go. They've got to go hard, don't they? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure who will be. Uh, the other one is the Marlins and Phillies. This is going to be a cracker. I'm actually uh, going to take the Marlins on this one. Okay. I think Phillies. Yeah, well, here you got Dave. I think that could be the series of, of the lot. Like they are so evenly matched. And yeah. I think Phillies just. Yeah. Like from last year, the momentum just enough veteran guys to sort of get them, get them over. Yep. Now I really, uh, really think it's going to be the best series out of all of them, but we'll see what happens. Um, and then obviously week two or the, the second part of the series, the, the ALDS and the NLDS, um, Houston and Baltimore, they got their spots there ready to play the winners and, LA and Atlanta ready to play their winners. Uh, it's going to be a good month of baseball coming up, that's for sure. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, that kicks off tomorrow postseason. Let's uh, have a quick th- 
go through our stat leaders. So we touched our, on this one before, didn't we? Luisa yeah. Rice. Yeah. 354. Cooney Jr., 337. Freddie Freeman. Still crushing the ball, 331. Yanni Dowd, 330. Corey Seager, 327. So, obviously, uh, that's both leagues combined. Um, ERA leaders, this has been awesome to watch. Blake Snell absolutely dominating, and he's uh, on Mad Monday as we speak. Um, Padres didn't do much. Not bad for a five or six innings pitcher. Yep. Yeah. That's Garrett all Cole. Is. Yeah, that's all he does. Garrett Cole, 263. I think he threw uh, the most innings. Um, I think I read that. So, Sonny Gray, 279. It's, it's a pre- that's a pretty good stat from Garrett Cole, considering their team was, an, was a lo- had a losing season. Yeah. yeah. So, their, their offense clearly wasn't there for him this year. Yeah. Um, or may- maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just they couldn't score runs. Yeah. Oh, maybe, and, me, I don't know. Maybe the other pitch is just the horse. Stunned. He's the horse that says, get on me back. Well, look at Rondone, or Rondone, Rondone or whatever his name is. He's first yep. season with the Yanks. Didn't even make it yeah, out of first, the last start, and they mm. gave him a bucket load of money. So at least Cole yeah. is warrant, warranting, like, the money he's being paid. Yeah. Yep. Uh, one of your Orioles boys there, Randall Bradish, 283, and Katie Singer. Uh, 298 for the Mets, uh, which is pretty impressive considering the Mets have done nothing. But good to see Gray there back to form. Like he's he's yeah. like the un sort of the silent guy, isn't he? He's up yeah. there and wins. Uh, he was good for Cincinnati when he was there, and since being with the the Twins and being healthy, uh, back back to being one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was a good one. Uh, home run leaders. Matt Olson, 54. Um, Kyle Schwaber, how many Ks did he have? Did anyone find out? Did he have more Ks than home runs? Or I don't know, but he I, think, I think he had more, more home runs than singles. Uh, that's what it was. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Uh, Pete Alonso, 46 for Mets. Uh, pretty, pretty happy with old Pete there and uh from what we read today he's staying in met he's not getting not going anywhere uh shadow tani 44 and ronald cooney jr 41 so any uh surprises there fellas no not really no no Olsen's just been consistent i I think i read today he was only one of four players that played all 162 games this season yeah wow yeah pretty good and and the other one, one of those other ones that was a big surprise there was Juan Soto. He's usually out injured yeah. and mm. a bit, so did nothing for Padres, though, did it? RBI leaders, Matt Olsen, 139, Peter Alonso, 118, Kyle Tucker, 112. I think we talked about him last week, didn't we? Um, you know, one of, one of those silent players yep. there. On the Albies, 109, and Juan Soto, 109. Look at um, Alonso there, like second in the league on a crappy team. Like on a team that finished, oh, did they finish last or second last? Like they were sort of way back 
and to still be second in the league in RBIs shows he's yeah. just a run producer. Yeah, absolutely. Mate, I do love a Pete Alonso rookie card. I've got a couple of them. He's a bit of a machine, old Pete. What about this one? Old Freddie Mercury with uh, 20 wins there for the Braves. Old Spencer Strider. Uh, Zach Gallon had 17. Uh, tied for third with Bassett, Eflin, and Justin Stirl, all with 16. Uh, pretty impressive season from Spencer Strider, second year. Um, I'm pretty sure he got the strikeouts as well. Yep. Um, yeah, thoughts on this one? So you got him or Snell for NL Cy Young? Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd go Strider, striker, sorry. Yeah. Um, just 20 wins, all the Ks. His ERA was pretty good. Uh, a lot of innings pitched. And yeah. Snell, yep, had the good ERA, but just didn't end Ks. But yeah, I'm going the Braves for that one. Yeah, I agree. I, I would pick Strider uh, for sure. Just some numbers. for I just did some uh, math. And um, Schwarber, 40, Schwarber, 47 home runs. Um, he had 115 hits for the year. 19 doubles, one triple, 47 home runs. So he had 48 singles oh. and 40, 40, 47 home runs and 48 singles. That's insane. Insane. Stolen base leaders, uh, Ronald Cooney Jr., 73. What about this? This is a record by a rookie as well. Uh, Ruiz for the A's had 67. That's yep. um, pretty impressive considering the A's won about three games for the year. Um, so they he obviously got on a bit to, to get his 67 stolen bases. Excuse yep. me. And, and Corbin Carroll, like, First Another rookie. rookie, I think, with 25 home runs and 50 stolen bases. So, yeah. and Impressive. Bobby Witt Jr., um, he was a what a 30, 30 slash 40 guy. So, they're yeah. talking him up next year, possibly being another 40 40 guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, CJ Abrams, 47. Abrams, yeah. So, some cool stats there. It'd be be good to see a few more in the 50s next year and see what happens. It is pretty interesting when three of those five teams were, what do you got, Kansas City and Oakland both finished last in their divisions. Yeah. And Washington, yeah. or did well, the, the Nats did Washington. too, didn't they? Probably. They were yeah. way down there. So there's three teams that were pretty much last. They're probably Those three teams are probably fighting for the worst record in baseball. And they've got three players that, you know, on the top five stolen bases. So yeah. with good numbers, with healthy numbers too. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Saves. Uh, this is one I didn't really uh, see much of uh, in in the way of stats. But uh, Clace with 44, Bedner with 39, Deval with 39, Diaz 37, and Romano, 36. Um, any names there stand out for you, fellas? I know for me, um, I didn't think Deval got 39 uh, as a Giants <laughs> as a Giants fan, but uh, good to see him up there 
with that many. Romano with 36, that's pretty pretty high, I thought. Yep. I'm a little bit surprised. I don't know what uh, – I thought Felix Bautista might have been up there. I know he missed the last sort of month of baseball, but he was he was shutting out heaps of games. You know, the Orioles were the kings of one to two run losses. So I don't know what he ended up – how many he had in the end. But Let's have a look. I thought but, he uh, might have had a few more than that. Yeah, I say he's great. I had him in the fantasy league last year. And you think Cleveland only had, what, 80, I don't know how many wins they had, but to have 44 saves is not a bad effort from a team that about 500 baseball. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 76 wins. Yeah. Yeah, he had 33 saves this year to Randall, so. 33. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he was good there about. And this one, our last little stat here: OPS leaders, uh, Shelly, uh, one point oh six six. Corey Seager, who has had a phenomenal season, one point oh one three. Ronnie with one oh one two. Matt Olson and Mookie Betts um, rounds out the top five. Uh, so there's our stat leaders for two thousand twenty three and. Uh, we'll see what happens post-season. So. I thought uh, Matty Olsen might have had a higher, might have been a bit higher than that. Yeah. Uh, I did read it. it was 900 and something. Uh, uh, 99, oh, sorry, 903. Um, what was I looking at? He's slugging. I think he led the league in slugging. Um, yeah, okay. But not OPS. So hmm. uh, let's have a quick look. Uh, slugging. Um, no, he didn't even win that. Showy won the slugging 654. 604 um, was third in uh, for Matt Olsen. So, yeah, yeah, interesting considering he hit so many home runs. Yeah. Uh, just crushed the ball too. Had a few uh, managers sort of have their final hurrah this year as well, and also some moved on. Um, what's your thoughts on old Buck? He's just walked out. Uh, what do you think? Walk out or he's been shown the door, fellas? don't know. I personal thought that he's he's walked out. Um, we, we know that the Mets have decided that they're going to have a couple of year rebuild. And they've said that they're not going to be competitive for the next two years. Same thing year. happened. Oh, yeah, or this year. And, you know, we know they've had a fire sale. They've got rid of their big pay packets. Um, and they've said, you know, I, I remember hearing that some players had gone and spoke. I think it was Scherzer had spoken to them and, you know, what's going to happen next year. And they said, we're not looking to be competitive for the next two years. I don't think Buckle want a, part, a bar of that. He yeah. had the same thing at, at Baltimore, when he when he left from there, he had a pretty good side in that twenty sort of around that twenty twelve to twenty fourteen sort of period, and bit prior to twenty twelve, I guess. Um, and then they shed all, they shed their players, and he walked out there too. Well, I wouldn't say he walked out, but yeah. he he moved on from from Baltimore. Then once they let everyone go, so. 
yeah. I don't I don't think he's a he's a manager that would settle for mediocrity or to sit back and know that they're just gonna they're gonna tank and lose games. He wa- he wants to win. He wants the yeah. best team he can on the field. That's he's, that's my thought. He's old school and from reports out of their clubhouse wasn't a happy clubhouse and one or two guys said there were a lot of lazy players on that team and he's never been one to stand for that. He's been old school and hard nosed that you go out there and you go play hard. And I think if the reports are right, that there was a lot in the clubhouse that just lacked energy, didn't want to be there sort of thing. Um, why would you, why would you want to stay? Yeah. Ah, fair cool. Move on. Uh, hopefully they, uh, find what they're looking for and, um, be interesting to see where Buck goes next. So maybe the Toronto Tigers, Randall, are looking for someone next year. Normo's, you know, it's getting a bit long in the tooth, 16 years or something, the first grade coach, you know? Uh, no, I think he we're looking for coach. a second, second grade coach I think we're looking for. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll have no show down there in third and fourth. Why you blokes run the ship. Jeez. Uh, never gone. Yeah, Nevin. So how many years has he been? How many years has he been there? Don't Two. Know, mate. It, yeah, couldn't tell you. It, it's pretty pretty oh. tough on him when he had the roster that he had, and the injuries that he had as well. Um, I sometimes think the front office is a bit to blame, and then players on the field like it's hard with the roster he was given. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's always the coach's fault, though, mate. You know that. Yeah. It's always the man. It's always the manager that. Any sport, they always seem to be the first ones to go when when a team underperforms or you know, they don't quite do what they should be doing. Yeah, Ma- manager must be them. They're gone. Yeah, they were talking about Trout last week, saying, "Will he go? Will he?" You know, uh, reports come out today. Looks like staying at the Angels. Um, he's happy there, so we'll see. See what sort of maybe there was some sort of deal gone down where you know he wanted a different manager or who knows. Who knows? Maybe, he's mate. Who, who knows? Hey, ah, uh, bit of an end of an era here, and he's uh gone out and who knows what he's going to do now? Probably a bit of fishing and. All that sort of thing. Look after yeah. his health. Yeah, because he's sad had quite see... a few health health issues. Yeah, sad, sad to see him go. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just a face a face that you just expect to see every year, isn't it? Yeah, been a great leader, that's for sure. Brilliant mind. Oh yeah. yeah. And uh, our last one, Kepler gone. So he yeah. got out. Uh, Giants are unhappy with their season and you know what they've done, so gone. I know, uh, one of the San Francisco groups that I'm in, they've been saying this for the last couple of months, but I didn't really see it coming. But anyway, he's gone too. Again, kept Boone, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Again, though, it's it's a manager taking a fall for an underperforming team, isn't it? Yeah. Is it really all on him? Was, yeah, it managerial, no. was it managerial decisions that consistently cost the Giants games or was it guys not 
getting the jobs done. Yeah, there was a couple early that were a bit, what are you doing? But Yep, okay. Uh, but after that, you know, lots of different injuries and and things going on through the year. But, yeah, well, yeah, there's plenty of baseball to come over the next uh, sort of month anyway, fellas. It'll be good to follow that along and um, postseason starts tomorrow. Um, we'll, we'll move on to our NFL. We've, we've still got NFL and cricket to go, so... We'll, we'll get through this pretty quick. Now, how cool was this? Did you blokes see any of this at all? It, it was awesome. As a Toy it, Story fan, I loved seeing just all the just the little bits in it. That was that was so cool. It's like the play-by-play was awesome the way they, they did it, but just the little yeah. touches of, as I said before, Slinky um, being the ten-yard thing. So he'd sort of his head would stay there, and he's back legs would sort of slink out to be the 10 yards and yeah. the little um, uh, alien things in the claw machine was the sky cam. So just little touches like that, that made it, that made it uh, really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it as well. I, I sort of only watched bits and pieces and got highlights. Um, some of the little things like even they did an aerial, aerial view of the field. It was like in Andy's bedroom on the floor and, um yeah plenty of plenty of cool things there the blocks um, is the uprights yeah yeah no it was good uh let's go through some of these um uh the scores from the week oh here's this one before we go yeah play cam that was pretty cool uh where are we all right nfl Week four scores. I'm just going to run through these pretty quick, fellas. It's been a big night already. Lions 34 over the Packers 20. Let's hope TF Hudson cashed out uh, that bet that he was talking about last week because that may have cost him. Uh, The Jags 23 over the uh, Falcons 7. The Dolphins, after their 70-20 to win the week before, got absolutely thrashed by the Bills. Do you blokes see any of that? I saw highlights, mate. It looked like it was a close game early and, yeah, blew yeah. out big time. The Bills yeah, are starting yeah. to hit a bit of form. Yeah, they're both three yeah. and one. Uh, the way the Dolphins played, can't see them being... Uh, contenders. Contenders, but, yeah, obviously their first three weeks, they're the best offensive team in the NFL. Uh, Vikings 21 over the Panthers, 13. Broncos 31 over the Bears, 28. The Ravens, Randall. 28 mm. over the Browns, three. They're three and one. They uh, ran right. Did, they ran right over them, mate. They, they got. I, I can't off the top of my head. I can't remember, but I think. Um, I think they had three picks. Um, yeah. in the in the game, they were. They they look good. Lamar okay. looked good. I think Lamar to, to Mark Andrews a couple of times looked really strong. So you know, early. But yeah, positive. Positive, mate. That's for sure. I didn't catch any of that game. The Texans 30 over the Steelers 6. The Rams 29 over the Colts 23, both 2 and 2. The Buccaneers are 3 and 1, 26 9 over the Saints. Dave, your commanders got beat by the 4 and 0 Eagles, mate. 34 31. Did you catch you any know, of that? You know, T. So Ooh. they put up a fight. 
Um, but yeah, I only saw a snippet or two and had to love the, the Lion King moment by our mate uh, Jordan Mayer later, the way he just, the kicker, he just went up to him after he's kicked that field goal and just picked him up as if he was nothing. And it's sort of like, here's a six foot two, hundred kilo guy. And he's just sort of just lifting him up as if, yeah, yeah nah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> right, Joel. Yeah. Yeah, I did see that. That was awesome. Right, uh, mate, your commanders two and two, not looking so flash early. Back to where they back to where they belong. Titans twenty seven over the Bengals three. The Raiders twenty four. Uh, sorry, the Chargers twenty four over the uh, Raiders seventeen. The Patriots got flogged by the three and one Cowboys. Uh, the Cardinals got touched up by the 49ers, 35-16. And the Chiefs scraped one away from the Jets, 23-20. How the finish of that game? Oh. Yeah. Like uh, Mahomes uh, sliding in at the one-yard mark instead of going in. And it's like if he had gone in, that would have beat the spread. Yeah. So apparently so many conspiracy theories going around about that. Yeah. Of course, there are. Interesting. Interesting. Just playing down the clock, mate. Just playing down the clock. That's, that's right. what I thought. When I saw him When I saw him end up short, I thought he's just playing down the clock. I didn't, didn't even look at the score or what the spread was or anything. I just saw that and I thought, yeah, he just doesn't want to go in to give them the ball back. He just yeah. wants to see out the game. They've got, they've, they've got the lead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting. And uh, the Seahawks, 24 over the Giants, three. Uh, fellow we used to play baseball with, Scott Norris, was at that Chiefs game and also the uh, the Giants game. Uh, good to see a few photos uh, from him as well. There was a lot loaded up on social media. <laughs> there was. There was indeed. But NFL uh, done and dusted for week four and we'll see what uh, – yeah, week five brings. Davo, the cricket, mate, give us a rundown. Yeah, so the women have had two 2020 matches against the West Indies. Um, first game, Hayley Matthews came out and uh, belted us around the park for 99. Uh, not out. <laughs> but Australia, uh, Alyssa Healy went off and we did it quite convincingly. And then the second game in the day-nighter, um, Perry led the way of 70, and then Litchfield and a few others chimed in well, set 212 to win. We thought, yep, that should that should be pretty good. And then Hayley Matthews has just come out and 132 of 64 balls Ridiculous. and just destroyed the Aussie bowling at North Sydney Oval, which is not a big ground to start with and with the rope in, but just an awesome effort. And then uh, Taylor with 59 as well saw the Windies get up um in that second match so uh two two good games of cricket yeah uh, awesome no, but, we've got uh, the, the windies windies without matthews they're just they're a nothing team but she's really stepping up and since the ipl and and other things uh and making windies competitive again so it's good yeah. to see that is good to see what else have we got coming up for the men's mate so the World Cup starts uh, in a couple of days. They're, they're doing warm-up matches at the moment. So it um, be good to see. Um, 
we're a bit hot and cold at the moment. We haven't really hit our form. Uh, Agar's been out injured, so that's given Marnus a chance to slide back in. How he fits into it, I'm not sure, because him and Smith are sort of doing the same role. Um, we've only really got the one specialist spinner in Zampa, uh, despite it being in India. I know we've got Maxwell, Smith, Labuschagne, uh, and that. So we've got some part-time spinners, but um, specialist spinner. Yeah, it's it's rough when you call Zampa your only specialist spinner. But uh, Stark Stark came back for one of the one days and looked in pretty good form. So hopefully they're just ramping up and um, can do well. But it's anyone's game for the 50 over sort of uh, World Cup. And I think it starts later later this week. How do you think we'll on, go, Davo? You're on mute as well, Hutto. Uh, love, love. I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see us win, but I don't know if we're playing well enough against the other teams to do it. I think England yeah. will be hard to beat. Um, they've, they've found another gear. Uh, India at home are always are always tough. And even New Zealand. New Zealand had a good warm-up game against South Africa. So um, I'm not as confident as I have been with other, other World Cups. Yeah. So Especially over there too. I'd, yeah, we we just don't perform well there. No. So I I sort of see us finishing second in our pool and maybe bombing out first week out of pool play mm. in the knockout. That's that's sort of the feeling I get. But yep. Yeah. Oh. Subcontinent. It's it's an extra factor, isn't it? It's uh, like low and slow pitches. If it's England, New Zealand, South Africa, over here, yeah, we normally play pretty well because there's a bit of bounce, a bit of, bit of pace in the wickets. There's yep. nothing over there. Yeah. Dust bowls. Now, we'll see what happens. Anyway, look forward to summer of cricket. Uh, I'm going to get out of here, fellas, young fellas in all sorts. Um, thanks again for another week of sport. And we'll catch you all next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out. See you all next week.